0: Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have a bunch of great flavors. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. In today's episode, we got some weekend takeaways, in fact a lot. Uh, we'll dig deep on the waiver wire, some injury updates, matchups, and DFS value plays for Monday. Um, we'll start with the weekend takeaways. And Chicago Cubs third baseman, uh, Chris Bryant. The big game on Sunday was 3-for-5 with two home runs uh, and a double. Uh, and it came in a 13-12 loss at Cincinnati. But the uh, bigger story uh, is that Bryant, I mean, over the weekend he was 5-for-12, had two doubles and three home runs. And on the season, up to an 11-13 OPS with nine home runs. This is uh, a real bounce-back season for, uh, for him after a really tough uh, season in 2020. Uh, and now it hasn't really worked out entirely for the Cubs, uh, but uh, Bryant uh, is kind of back uh, playing as, as an elite uh, performer, which uh, for fantasy managers uh, probably means you got a pretty good deal uh, on him this season. Uh, Minnesota, uh, first baseman Alex Kirilov, the rookie, uh, was one for four uh, with a home run in, in Sunday's 13-4 win against Kansas City, but he started the season three for twenty six. And now he's gone four for 12 over the weekend and hit four home runs. Uh, now, Kirillov is only hitting 184 uh, for the season, but uh, that potential is obviously starting to get unlocked uh, as he has four home runs in the past three games. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers outfielder A.J. Pollock uh, was three for six with a couple of home runs in Sundays and eight RBIs uh, while we're at it in Sunday's 16-4 win at Milwaukee. Uh, and you know Pollock's OPS on the season is up to 765, Um still there, there's probably still room to improve there uh, but that's obviously that was a monster uh, game to kind of get his season on back on track uh Colorado uh Rockies outfielder Ramel Tapia uh, was eight for 12 over the weekend his batting average up to 320 uh, you could you could slot that into one of your outfield spots get a little bit of speed uh, as well uh, makes Tapia uh, pretty useful uh, Washington uh, second baseman Josh Harrison Six for 10 over the weekend. He's now on a seven game hitting streak, hitting 361. I uh, don't know that we want to bank on Josh Harrison hitting 360 uh, over the long haul, but uh, in the short term, in the right now, uh, he, he's been pretty useful. Uh, Texas shortstop Isaiah Kiner Falefa uh, was two for three uh, with a home run, two run score, a walk, and a stolen base in Sunday's win against Boston. Uh, he's six for 11 over the weekend. Uh, and on the season now, he's hitting two seventy seven with a seven seventy one OPS, has five home runs and five stolen bases. Uh, I'd say that, you know, the batting average and uh, is kind of okay. It, it gets you into the fantasy discussion. But the fact that he has five home runs, five stolen bases, uh, that makes Kiner Falefa uh, very useful uh, as a middle infield option. Uh, Los Angeles Angels uh, right fielder, sometimes first baseman Jared Walsh. Uh, was 6 for 11 over the weekend, hit a couple home runs. He's now hitting three fifty six with a 10.44 OPS on the season, has six home runs, 21 RBIs. Uh, okay, so I, I probably missed on Jared Walsh coming into the year. Uh, anytime uh, guys have sort of a, a late flourish, uh, especially if they're in like their late 20s and they haven't really played a full season in the majors and they they go up for a, a big last few weeks or big last month uh, in the prior season, I'm very wary of those players. Call, call it my uh, my Kevin Moss uh Syndrome. If you go back uh, many years to the New York Yankees uh, first baseman who who came up and, and hit hit like a ton uh, when he first started, but then couldn't live up to it uh, beyond that, uh, and I, I sort of had uh, visions of that being what would happen with Jared Walsh for the Angels this season, and that is obviously not what's happening. Um, he's off to a really great start, kind of picking up where he left off uh, last season. Uh, Kansas City Royals first baseman Carlos Santana six for eleven over the weekend. He's now on a seven-game hitting streak. Uh, and Santana hitting 280, and he's he's rarely a big average guy. So uh, you take your 280 and be thrilled with it. Uh, has a 904 OPS, six home runs, 21 RBIs. Uh, he's been terrific value uh, for people who who picked him up. Uh, also in Kansas City, left fielder Andrew Benintendi was six for 11 over the weekend. He now has a six-game hitting streak and is moving into the land of respectability. He has a 273 average and 767 OPS. Uh, he's stolen four bases, but also been caught four times. So uh, not not a huge advantage there. Uh, but, you know, for fantasy purposes, as long as he keeps running, uh, you got to be happy with that. Uh, San Diego center fielder, Trent Grisham, also 6 for 11 over the weekend. He's on a six-game hitting streak. Uh, Grisham has a three twenty one average, 916 OPS, and five stolen bases. Uh, really valuable player. He broke through last season uh, for the Padres and has continued uh, this season. Uh, Angels DH, Shohei Otani. He, th- he stole three bases for the weekend. The, the remarkable thing is about Otani is that he basically does everything well. Uh, and maybe when you uh, you see a guy who's DH and pitcher, you maybe don't think that he can necessarily run. But uh, Otani is an exceptional base runner, too. Uh, and so whether he steals bases is really just a matter of whether they decide to uh, to include that risk in the calculation you know you have enough issues with keeping him healthy and uh, and you know getting his innings on the mound and getting his at-bats but uh, Otani has found found his range as a base dealer this season too uh, and then over the weekend, a few other players who had a couple of stolen bases. Uh, Remel Tapia of, of the Rockies mentioned him. Uh, Dylan Moore for the Mariners, who is still hitting like 145, uh, but uh, he he does have home run power and can steal bases. Just you know, boost your average by hundred points, and then we can uh, then we can talk. Uh, Nico Horner uh, of the Cubs, who's been who's been great uh, since getting called back up. Uh, Tim Anderson of the White Sox, which you you might come to expect. Same with Trey Turner uh, of the Washington Nationals. Uh, and Yadiel Hernandez uh, for the Nationals, who's getting a chance to, to play some regular uh, time in the outfield with Juan Soto out of the lineup. Uh, now a few pitchers uh, who had standout performances over the weekend. A couple of Yankees to start. Garrett Cole, uh, no surprise, I suppose, but went six innings, gave up four hits. Uh, no walks, no runs, struck out 12 uh, in a 10 nothing win against Detroit on Friday. Cole's ERA down to 1.43 on the season. His whip is down to 0.72 uh he was a first-round pick for fantasy and has more than lived up to that expectation. Now, Yankees starter Corey Kluber has started to come around. He had a couple of rough starts early, and I think anybody who had you know maybe decided, okay, well, they weren't going to hang around beyond a couple of starts if Kluber got roughed up, you're probably scrambling to get him back. Uh, because it appears he's he's on track now. Uh, now, maybe some of this is because he was going against Detroit, but uh, he went eight innings, uh, gave up two hits, one walk, struck out 10 uh, in a 2 nothing win on Sunday against the uh, uh, the Tigers. Kluber's ERA now is down to 3.03. His whip is 1.35, still a little high, uh, but only a little high. Uh, and with the strikeout numbers in the ERA, uh, Kluber is starting to look much more promising uh, for fantasy managers. And, you know, you, you could... Uh, if you're going to take Kluber uh, coming into this season, there was a calculation there that you know this is a guy who's basically had two uh, lost seasons uh, the past two years, uh, and so you were kind of banking on on him bouncing back on, on a competitive Yankees team. And then when his early starts this year weren't necessarily that great, um, that that made it you know a, a, a tougher decision. Uh, but I would say now uh, that it appears he's he's. You know, heading in the right direction, uh, Corey Kluber should be a pretty interesting pitcher moving forward. Uh, Houston's Lance McCullers uh, went seven innings, gave up three hits, three walks, no runs, struck out nine in a 9-2 win against uh, Tampa Bay on Friday. McCullers, ERA is down to 3.38. His whip is 1.05, which is even more impressive. Uh, and so he's uh, quite valuable. And really the key for McCullers is staying healthy. Uh, he managed to stay healthy for the shortened season last year. Uh, but if he could... Uh, you know, stay stay healthy and get you 28 to 32 kind of starts. Uh, if he doesn't miss it, uh, too much time over the full season this year, uh, he'll be a, a really valuable fantasy pitcher. Uh, St. Louis's uh, Carlos Martinez, another guy who started slowly uh, and, you know, given his track record of, of injuries and stuff in recent seasons, it was fair for people to kind of, you know, pass on Carlos Martinez. Well, he had a nice uh, start against uh, Pittsburgh on the weekend. Went eight innings, five hits, two walks, no runs, struck out only three. Uh, it was a three nothing win for the Cardinals. Martinez' ERA is at three point seven two. His WHIP is down to one point zero two. Uh, sort of putting himself back uh, on the fantasy radar. Uh, and Seattle's uh, Justice Sheffield uh, had a quality start on, on Sunday against the Angels. Went six innings, gave up two hits, three walks, no runs, uh, struck out four. Uh, in a two nothing win. Now Sheffield. Even after that, still is a four point one eighty RA, 1.43 whip. Uh, I don't know that I would want to trust that uh, on the regular uh, for fantasy purposes, uh, but I could certainly see uh, as a streaming option with a favorable matchup, uh, you, you would uh, be ready to, to go for Justice Sheffield. And otherwise, just kind of keep an eye on him and see whether uh, he can build on, uh, on this quality start. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, National Basketball Association, National Hockey League, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code locked on at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Alright, so we covered some of the the good uh, from the weekend, and now we've got some some guys who are not so good. And I guess we'll start with New York Mets Shortstop, Francisco Lindor, who talked about him on a previous podcast as, as somebody who's probably due to, to break out. Uh, because he had a uh, pretty solid exit velocity uh, and a low batting average on balls in play. And so you would expect those things to uh, to come around. And and presumably they still will, but they did not come around this weekend as Lindor went 0 for 13. Uh, his batting average down to 171, OPS down to 508. Uh, <laughs> this is not uh, not the kind of production the Mets are, are hoping for out of their, uh, their big ticket uh, superstar. Uh, but uh, certainly fantasy managers... Uh, it's, it's tough to hang on uh, to Francisco Lindor when he's putting up these numbers uh, because presumably somebody will be out there who will be willing to offer you 30 cents on the dollar uh, for this, uh, this declining version of Francisco Lindor. Uh, Chicago White Sox first baseman, the, the reigning American League MVP, Jose Abreu, 0 for 9 on the weekend. Average is down to 202. He has a 675 OPS. Uh, again, this is not... You know, long term, I don't necessarily think that this is a huge issue, but uh, Abreu is not quite living up to, to preseason expectations at the moment either. Uh, Seattle infielder Ty France oh, it was 0 for 11. Now, France has been off to a pretty good start. So, so good, in fact, that going 0 for 11 on the weekend, he still has a 269 batting average at 807 OPS. Uh, he's, he's, Remains a uh, a solid contributor to that uh, Mariners offense even after a, a tough weekend. Uh, San Francisco Giants third baseman Evan Longoria, same same category here basically. He he was 0 for 8 on the weekend. Longoria is still hitting 275, has a nine twelve OPS. Uh, the, the fact that uh, you have guys like France and Longoria who would have been you know bargain pickups, I would say on in most drafts uh, that that they are, are performing well enough to endure slumps and still have pretty solid numbers, uh, that's, uh, that's a pretty encouraging uh, sign for them. And now White Sox uh, right fielder Adam Eaton was 0 for 10 on the weekend. Uh, his average is down to 217, has a 681 OPS. Now, having said all that, Eaton still has 18 RBIs and 16 runs scored. Uh, so he, he has not lost all of his fantasy appeal. There are, there are, there are benefits to uh, being part of that uh, White Sox lineup for sure. Uh, Detroit outfielder Akil Badu, who was a star early in the season, uh, the Rule 5 pickup, uh, he was 0-9 on the weekend, has a 203 batting average, seven fifty-five OPS. Uh, and, you know, the fact that that batting average is sinking now, uh, that's a bit of a, uh, a concern uh, because, you know, Badu was amazing early in the season, uh, but you also had no real reason to expect that it was going to continue uh, over the whole season. And so maybe he's just... Uh, You know, finding out that Major League Baseball is a little bit more difficult than it appeared in in the first week. Uh, Kansas City D.H. Jorge Soler, also a tough weekend. He went 0 for 10. Uh, Average is down to 188. OPS down to 624. Uh, That's uh, far from ideal, uh, given that Soler hit 48 home runs a couple years ago and looked like a a massive uh, offensive threat. And right now he is not. Uh, Now some pitchers who got roughed up on the weekend. Cubs starter Jake Arrieta. uh, And this one was somewhat predictable. Uh, He went three and a third innings, gave up seven earned runs, three home runs in Friday's 8-6 loss at Cincinnati. Well, look, Cincinnati uh, is a hitter-friendly park, and Arietta was kind of riding uh, favorable uh, luck early in the season. His ERA was much lower than his expected fielding independent pitching. uh, And so a pitcher who's due for some regression uh, goes into a a hitter-friendly park, and, and voila, uh, and now Arietta's ERA is up to 4.31. His whip is 1.31. Uh, it kind of puts him back towards the fringes uh, of fantasy relevance. Uh, Detroit's starter, Tarek Skubal, uh, went three innings on Friday. Gave up five earned runs, three home runs uh, in a 10 nothing loss to the Yankees. His ERA is up to 6.14. Whip is 1.68. Uh, you probably can uh, leave Skubal on, on the waiver wire for the time being and wait and see if he can uh, develop more. Uh, and to the point that you could at least trust him uh, with the occasional start right now uh, i would not uh, atlanta's drew smiley who who was a a sleeper candidate coming into the year because of what he did in 26 and a third innings for for san francisco last year uh he got roughed up uh in friday's 13-5 loss to toronto uh, he gave up three home runs five earned runs in four innings era of 8.05 right now and 1.53 whip uh you, this is part of the reason why you don't want to assign too much value to a 26 inning, uh, sample size. Uh, but, uh, Smiley is, is still trying to, to show that he can do it over the long haul. Uh, Angels, uh, opening day starter, Andrew Haney went three and a third innings, uh, in Friday's loss at Seattle, gave up four runs, including three home runs. He's sitting on a 5.25 ERA. 1.13 whip is pretty nice, but, uh, at some point you still need to keep the runners from, from getting home. And that, uh, That uh, puts a a ceiling, I guess, on on Heaney's upside because, uh, for as much as he'll get strikeouts and uh, as I say, the whip is respectable, uh, you've got trouble uh, if he's still allowing that many runs to score. Uh, And one more pitcher who got roughed up, but it turned out uh, his his team survived, uh, was Cincinnati's Tyler Molly, went five innings in Sunday's 13-12 win against the Cubs, gave up six earned runs, including three home runs, and. Uh, much like the hitters who uh, who struggled over the weekend but still have solid numbers, same goes for Molly. Uh, even after giving up six earned runs in five innings, he's got a 3.23 ERA and a 1.11 whip. Um, and so he's uh, he was a, a bit of a sleeper-slash-breakthrough-type candidate coming into the season. Uh, don't need to uh, get off that opinion uh, just because of what happened on Sunday. Now, uh, a few few more notes from Sunday's games uh, in particular. Uh Dodgers outfielder and first baseman Matt Beatty was four for six uh, in that route at Milwaukee, scored three runs, had seven RBIs, uh, and he has a 964 OPS. And with the injuries that the, the Dodgers have, uh, Beattie is getting an opportunity to play. Uh, Milwaukee catcher Jacob Nottingham uh, was two for four and had two home runs in that loss to the Dodgers. Now, Nottingham, you can't really look at him and, and expect that he's a, a huge source of offense uh, for the Brewers at AAA. Uh, he hit 250 with a 747 OPS. Like he he might hit respectably enough uh, while he's filling in, uh, because uh, Omar Narvaez and Manny Pena uh, are both out. Uh, but I uh, would not hold uh, real high expectations for Nottingham right now. Uh, Dodgers starter Julio Urias uh, went seven innings, uh, gave up four hits, no walks, one earned run, struck out ten. Uh, his ERA is down to 2.87. Uh, he's thriving here as as a regular in that Dodgers rotation. Uh, for the Reds, uh, outfielder Nick Castellanos uh, was five for six in Sunday's 13-12 win against the Cubs. Hit two home runs, uh, scored four runs, drove in four runs. Uh, Castellanos now up to nine home runs, has a 10.26 OPS. Uh, that's uh, that's a, a terrific start uh, from a really consistent uh, power-hitting corner outfielder. Uh, Washington National starter Max Scherzer uh, went nine innings uh, against uh, the Marlins one in, in a 3-1 win for the Nats. He had five hits, one earned run. Uh, struck out nine. Scherzer's ERA down to 2.54, and, and under most circumstances, you would say that's standard, but in, in 2020, he had kind of uh, lost lost a bit uh, from where he had been in previous seasons, and so this this is a, a, a nice bounce-back performance for, for Scherzer. Uh, San Francisco starter Kevin Gosman uh, went six innings. you gave up six hits, one walk, one run, struck out six in a 7-1 win at San Diego. Gosman, 204 ERA. Uh, he's Really st- stepping up here as the ace of the uh, the giant staff uh, for Toronto. Second baseman Marcus Semyon was two for four, had a home run and four RBIs and a seven two win against Atlanta. Now Semyon, overall he's still he has a seven seventeen OPS, which is entirely mediocre, uh, but uh, he has six home runs and five stolen bases, and so when you, you can fill those categories, uh, that that gives you some fantasy value that uh, that is probably greater than your your actual base- baseball value. Uh, Chicago Cubs center fielder Ian Happ uh, had a big game at, in that loss at Cincinnati with three for five, a home run with three runs scored, three RBIs. And after all that, he still only has a five fifty-seven OPS this season. Happ uh, really struggling early for the Cubs. Uh, Cleveland, third baseman, Jose Ramirez uh, was two for two with a home run, two RBIs, two walks in a 5 nothing win uh, at Chicago uh, against the White Sox. Uh, Ramirez is, is surging now. He has eight home runs and a nine sixty-nine OPS on the season. Oakland, center fielder, Ramon Laureano. was two for five uh, in a 7-5 win against Baltimore. Had a home run, two run score, two RBIs. Now he has five home runs to go with his eight stolen bases. And a 7.57 OPS, much like Semyon, uh, Loriano's ability to fill the the home run, stolen base categories uh, makes him even more valuable than, than his kind of overall production. Uh, Oakland first baseman Matt Olson also three for five uh, against Baltimore. He had a home run, two runs scored, two RBIs. Uh, now Olson's been off to a really nice start. He has an OPS over a thousand. Uh, who else we got? We have San Francisco's uh, Mike Talkman, very the recently acquired from the Yankees. Uh, was only one for four at San Diego, but it was a home run and he drove in four uh, in that 7-1 win. And the opportunity is here for Talkman to, to earn playing time uh, with some injuries in that San Francisco outfield. So, uh, you know, kind of a dark horse uh, fantasy candidate, but uh, keep an eye on him, especially now uh, as San Francisco is at Colorado uh, to start this week. Uh, Matt's second baseman, Jeff McNeil, was four for six in an 8-7 win at Philadelphia. Uh, now he's climbing out of an early season hole. His batting average is only 231 after that. And, you know, McNeil, uh, he's batting average is one of his calling cards for, for fantasy purposes. So uh, that's, uh, you know, he, 231, we've still got a long way to go to uh, get up. I think over the past three seasons, he's thinking like 317 or 319, kind of in that range. So uh, he's got a ways to go to get up to expectations there. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have a bunch of great flavors. Uh, when they did their bracket contest, uh, Built Bar Madness, uh, coconut Brownie Chunk was the uh, the winner, is the most popular bar. My favorites are Peanut Butter Brownie, uh, Salted Caramel, Caramel Brownie. Uh, I, I, I slide with very dessert-flavored bars. Uh, but the bars are all low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and they're covered in 100% chocolate, uh, so they taste great. Uh, and for me, I used them when I started going to an outdoor boot camp, uh, I wanted to drop a few LBs and uh, I leaned right into it with BuiltBar as part of my post-workout routine. It gives my muscles the protein boost they need. And so go to BiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. Want to fire off an email, send it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. Now, every episode, I will offer up one player uh, that is rostered in 10% or fewer of Yahoo Leagues. And maybe it's somebody you need to race to the waiver wire to to beat the rush, or it's somebody to put on your radar and be ready to pounce uh, when the time is right. Uh, And today, we're going with Kansas City Royals left-handed pitching prospect, Daniel Lynch. Set to make his first Major League Baseball start on Monday. Throws in the high 90s. Now, he hasn't pitched above high A, uh, but in 32 minor league starts, he does have a 2.50 ERA, 1.19 whip, and 9.6 strikeouts per nine. There's lots of upside. Uh, It'll be interesting to see uh, if Lynch is indeed ready uh, for Major League hitters. He is rostered in 7% of Yahoo leagues. Now, before we get into Monday's schedule on betonline.ag, some injury updates. Uh, Toronto DH, George Springer, left Sunday's game. Uh, he has not played much. Uh, he only got into a couple games before. Uh, uh, now he uh, may be hurt again, uh, but we don't, we'll don't. wait for an update. Uh, but when he, he left the game, the alarm bell started uh, around Toronto. Uh, Atlanta catcher Travis Darnot has landed on the 60-day injured list with a thumb injury. Uh, Here's a chance possibly for William Contreras uh, to step in and and play for the Braves, with Darno being uh, out long-term. Also at catcher, uh, Omar Nervais mentioned that he's uh, out with a hamstring injury and Manny Pena's out. Uh, That leaves the door open there for Jacob Nottingham uh, to to have some reps uh, behind the plate for the Brewers. Uh, Chicago White Sox center fielder Luis Robert headed for the 10-day injured list. Could be out till late May with a hip injury. Uh, Lurie Garcia and Billy Hamilton are the options there not great. Um, Oakland starting pitcher Jesus Lizardo broke his hand hitting a table reportedly while playing video games. Uh, that's, uh, that's one of the, the classic terrible injuries uh, and, and you don't always know whether those stories are true uh, but if that is the case, uh, Lizardo is going to miss a bunch of starts uh, and at least from the A's perspective uh, they do have uh, some rotation depth with Mike Fires. Uh, making his first start late last week. So uh, they they can kind of adjust there, but uh, it's still a downgrade uh, with the A's losing Luzardo. Uh, Dodgers started Dustin May, he left Saturday's start with an arm injury, landed on the 10-day injured list, has an MRI schedule for Monday. Not great. The Dodgers, for for all the pitching depth that they had coming into the season, it's it's starting to uh, get worn out um, because... You know, they had Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin, David Price, all these guys were uh, competing for for the last few spots in the rotation, Uh, and May, Gonsolin, and Price are all on the injured list right now. Uh, San Francisco infielder Tommy LaStella, dealing with finger and hamstring injuries, uh, which could keep him out. Now, the Giants do have uh, some suitable depth uh, around uh, first and second and third, uh, that you know they can play Brandon Belt and uh, Wilmer Flores and Donovan Solano, and they they should be able to cover uh, for an absence of La Stella. Uh, Atlanta Braves outfielder Guillermo Heredia is on the ten-day injured list with a knee injury. Not such a big deal now that Christian Pache is back uh, in center field for the Braves, but Heredia had been a pretty useful player uh, for the Braves when they when they had some injuries. Uh, Colorado starting pitcher Antonio Senzatella is out until late May with a groin injury. Now. Maybe this is a chance for Ulysses Chassin uh, to get uh, uh, another uh, crack at starting uh, for the Rockies, but uh, I'd be wary of grabbing any Rockies starting pitcher, naturally. Uh, Kansas City's starting pitcher, Brady Singer, is day-to-day with a heel injury that... Hopefully not a long-term thing because the you know the Royals are kind of counting on Singer to be a real core piece of that rotation moving forward, uh, especially if if Daniel Lynch who, who's starting Monday if Lynch is ready to go uh, that you can see Singer and Lynch being real uh, cornerstone pieces for Kansas City. Uh, the Mets, J.D. Davis has a hand injury. Uh, Jonathan VR, I guess is available at third base uh, if uh, if Davis is going to be out. Uh, St. Louis reliever Jordan Hicks. Uh, sideline with a forearm injury right now. Now he, he didn't, uh, win the closers job coming out of spring training anyway. Alex Reyes, uh, has been in that job. So, uh, for fantasy managers, it's not, not such a, a huge issue, but if you are holding out hope uh, that Jordan Hicks might, uh, might get some opportunities there, uh, you have, have to extend your patient, uh, uh, for that to happen. Uh, and Toronto catcher Alejandro Kirk, uh, has landed on the 10 day injury list with a hip injury. Uh, Danny Jansen, I guess, is a little more secure in his playing time now for the Jays, but uh, Jansen's hitting 083 with a 289 OPS, so maybe he shouldn't be too secure uh, in that spot. Uh, so now let's take a look at uh, some of Monday's matchups on betonline.ag. Uh, first one that uh, looks all right is uh, Texas uh, with Dane Dunning on the mound, plus 162 at Minnesota and Kenta Meda. And now Meda is a prime candidate for regression because he's got a, a very high home run fly ball rate uh, very high batting average on balls in play. And those things should uh, tend to normalize over time. It doesn't necessarily mean they, they will normalize tonight. Uh, and so Meta has really struggled early. Uh, and Dunning, uh, although he doesn't tend to go deep in games for the Rangers, has been pretty effective. Uh, and so getting Texas at, at plus 162, uh, there might be some value there. Uh, St. Louis uh, with Adam Wainwright uh, on the mound. Minus 119 against the New York Mets. Joey Lucchese uh, looks like he's going to get the start for the Mets. And, and really, I just, I would trust Wainwright a little bit more, and, and that's not a, a huge premium to pay on the home side. Uh, Toronto, Stephen Matz, plus 106 at Oakland, and Frankie Montes. Uh, <laughs> seems every fifth day I'm, I'm here uh, making uh, picks against Frankie Montes. Uh, and so, Matz got off to a really nice start uh, for Toronto's first three starts. His past couple have been a little shakier, so... Uh, I don't love this. This is much more, uh, I think, about uh, Toronto's lineup uh, getting their hacks in against Frankie Montes than it is about uh, Matts necessarily outdueling him. Uh, and then finally, uh, Cleveland, Aaron Savali uh, on the mound, minus 120 at Kansas City uh, and Daniel Lynch. Uh, and Lynch, I mean, is very much an unknown. He's highly touted and, and could be great. Uh, but Savali, we've at least seen uh, a couple of seasons worth or, well, I suppose one season's worth because it's a couple of half seasons uh, uh, out of him and, and he's been off to a pretty nice start this year. So uh, Savali as a, as a slight favorite there with Cleveland uh, is worth it. Uh, so thanks to betonline.ag for those uh, odds. Let's slide over and grab a few DFS value plays for Monday. We'll start with Pittsburgh Pirates starter uh, Tyler Anderson, who's $7,000 uh, at San Diego, Anderson doesn't tend to go really deep into games, uh, but strikeout rate, ERA, uh, all pretty decent uh, so far through his first handful of starts. Uh, and if, if I like uh, Dunning uh, in Texas at Minnesota, uh, consider Dunning at $6,600. Um, he's one of the better value or, or uh, least, least expensive uh, pitchers uh, on Monday slate. Uh, St. Louis catcher, Andrew Kisner, uh, who's in for Yadier Molina, he's only $2,800 uh, going against the Mets and he hits better against lefties and with Lucchese on the mound for the Mets, uh, there might be an opportunity there and really $2,800, if he can give you anything, uh, that, that would be worthwhile. Uh, Texas first baseman Nate Lowe is only $3,800 against uh, Minnesota and Kenta Meda, and, and the thing is that I'm sitting here in season-long league saying, yeah, Nate Lowe, you should probably sell high because he's not likely to to maintain you know the, the RBI per game pace that he was on. Uh, but, uh, at 3800 uh, he's worth a look. Uh, also, Minnesota, first baseman and outfielder Alex Kiriloff. He's still only $2,900 uh, because we're talking a really small sample of success for Kiriloff, and that's four home runs in the past three games, uh, and, and going against Texas and Dane Dunning. Uh, Chicago's uh, second base shortstop, Nico Horner is $3,700 going against the Dodgers. Now, Walker Buehler is on the mound for the Dodgers, so this is a a difficult matchup for Horner. Uh, But since getting called back up, he's hitting three eighty nine with a 10.56 OPS uh, at a bargain price. You'll be willing to take a shot with that, I think. Uh, Philadelphia third baseman, Alec Baum, is $3,800 against Milwaukee and Adrian Hauser. Uh, Texas outfielder, Willie Calhoun, $3,000 at Minnesota. Uh, Again, with Kent Tomato on the mound, Calhoun's hitting three forty seven with an 8.86 OPS. Uh, and hits up at the top of the Texas order, uh, and Dodgers outfielder AJ Pollock, as I mentioned, he uh, had a massive game on uh, on Sunday. Uh, is still just thirty five hundred dollars against the Cubs and Kyle Hendricks, and you know Hendricks is uh, is a risk. He's off to a, a an uncharacteristically uh, poor start, uh, and so uh, there may be some value there uh, in in uh, siding up with that Dodgers lineup, uh, and that will do it for today. Uh, so. Uh, enjoy the games, uh, check out Locked on Fantasy Hockey, uh, and we'll be back and do this all again tomorrow. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked on Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked on Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.